the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Okay, everybody, Dennis Prager here in Houston. And a little out of breath because I ran (laughs) into into the studio. Anyway, good to be with you, my friends. Yesterday was a uh, there was a dramatic. I had a somewhat dramatic broadcast when I spoke to a doctor who doesn't agree with me, and it was. Uh, I thought about it a great deal afterwards. The uh, the doctor who uh, who called in and. We had a disagreement on whether kids should get vaccines, and I was thinking about it afterwards, and I and I said to him, among other things, that I don't, for the first time in my life, in the last two years, I've come to completely distrust the CDC, the NIH, and the authorities in this country. And I wanted to talk to you about that, because this is a, a dramatic problem in in America today that half this country doesn't trust its its health authorities I mean if that happened to me whose his brother is a doctor who has been whose life has basically been saved by doctors then how many Americans how many other Americans are like me in in this non-trust of of our medical authorities when dr. fauci speaks, I don't have a clue whether what he says is true. Some of it might be, but I don't believe he's animated by truth. I think he's animated by other considerations, and I'm not even certain what they are. Is it because the drug companies fund the CDC so so greatly? I mean, what? By the way, what doesn't the pharmaceutical industry finance? It's you look at all the ads on on television, and you start to realize this is as powerful a force as exists in the United States. So then I was reading about uh, statements made by former heads of this of the CDC and NIH that masks were the greatest barrier to the spread of COVID-19. And and I realized you know th- this is this is just uh, this is idiocy. How could somebody in in authority say that? And those are the those are the statements that were made by a people in at the at the helm of our medical authorities that started me on the road to to not trusting them. And so what happens is. A, a very serious crisis in America, and I, 
I'd like you to weigh in on it. Sometimes I just invite calls. This is one of those times. Do you? I hope you understand that society cannot survive distrust of its elites. Because what happens is the non-elites then take over the truth industry. The this notion of Americans who are who are believing uh, Americans who are believing uh, the you know alternate sources of of information. This uh, this worries Americans who are liberal. Forget leftists. Anything that dissents from the left, they want to suppress. But but decent liberals worry that Americans are going to alternate sources for their news and for their even their medical information. But they need to stop for a moment and ask, why has this happened? There is always a certain percentage of people in any society prone to, to what they call conspiracy theories. But I, I am not one of them, for example, and I represent tens of if not hundred, a hundred million Americans, tens of millions, if not a hundred million Americans, in no longer trusting, uh, well, the the media that has been, that's been much of my life, which is a problem in and of itself. When you you assume that on any issue that is a left right issue, the New York Times is just giving you the left side, or the Washington Post, or the L.A. Times, or CNN. I mean, th- this is a. This is a very serious problem in a society. What do Americans trust? You really trust the CDC? In your heart of hearts, do you think that's what they tell us the truth? Why then are so many of the things that they tell us different from what we hear from the UK and Israel about the hospitalizations of the vaccinated, for example? That's a pretty big deal. When we've been told, oh, this is the COVID is a disease of the unvaccinated. That's what they're saying in Canada. The tiny, tiny, tiny segment of the population that, uh, and, and, and even there are people in Israel who are saying it. I was just speaking to an, an Israeli last night who's deeply involved in Israeli, uh, as, as a, as a journalist in Israel's politics and so on. It's one of the most vaccinated countries in the world, and people are saying, oh, it's the uh, uh, the unvaccinated. That's the reason that there are more deaths in Israel today than there were a year ago per day. Why, why is that happening? Because of the tiny, infinitesimally small percentage of Israelis that are not vaccinated? I mean, please, are we supposed to believe that? When people have staked their entire careers on the vaccine works, then it's no longer science that propels them to tell you any truths about the vaccine, correct? What propels them is to maintain their, their, I guess, reputation or their credibility. But they lose their credibility. If the CDC announced, you know what, this in good faith we told you get vaccinated, but it turns out that in, in, for the great majority of people, it hasn't done anything. 
So then all they what they would do is at least then they would they would now for me attain some credibility. I thought the vaccines worked for many people. I never said they didn't work. Now I don't believe they work. I don't I don't know where the where the evidence is uh, to even to even suggest that. The crisis in this country of of non-faith uh, in its elites is one of the greatest of the many many crises our country faces. The the do you believe uh, you know do you not do you believe big companies have they not been taken over by the same woke forces as as the universities? I mean, tell me this is the. <laughs> this is such a big deal. What do we trust? You know, I hate saying when I was a kid, I don't know why I hate saying it, because it's actually a relevant thing, because it means that in my lifetime, nevertheless, it's, it's somewhat of a cliche. I, I acknowledge that when I was a kid. When I was a kid, though, people did trust there was one of the one of the good things, one of the many good things about the life in this country. People did trust. Maybe they shouldn't have. But the uh, the decline of of our greatest organs of influence is a problem. You have homeowner's insurance for a good reason, because without it, a fire, flood, or burglary could destroy you financially. But there's another major crime your homeowner's policy does not cover. It's called home title fraud. The FBI calls home title fraud one of the fastest growing crimes, and it can ruin you financially, which is why you should consider home title lock. Title fraud happens when a criminal forges your signature on documents stating you sold your home to him. Then he takes out loans against your home and leaves you with the payments. You'll spend a fortune in legal fees trying to prove you didn't commit fraud. Home Title Lock puts a barrier around your home's title. The instant they detect anyone from a cyber thief to a renter to a relative trying to forge their way onto your home's title, they help shut it down. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim. And enter radio for your 60-day money-back guarantee. That's code radio at home. HomeTitleLock.com Dropping indoor mask mandate. New York Times article today. Dropping indoor mask mandate. New York joins blue states easing COVID rules. Now, why why would that be? If if they work and they save lives, why, why uh, why would they even consider that? Governor Kathy Hochul will drop New York's stringent indoor mask mandate on Wednesday. That's next Wednesday, ending a requirement that businesses ask customers for proof of full vaccination or require mask wearing at all times. The decision will eliminate a rule that prompted legal and interpersonal clashes over mask wearing, especially in conservative parts of New York. Ms. Hochul's decision will let the mask mandate lapse just as a crushing winter surge in coronavirus cases is finally receding. 
But it was not yet clear whether the governor would renew or drop a separate mask mandate in New York schools that is set to expire in two weeks. So the group least likely to be hurt by COVID will be the one that might still be masked. The damage done to children by the health authorities of this country should mean every single head of the CDC and NIH should resign. These people should be shamed. If this were if this were two hundred years ago, they would march through. They would be marched through the streets with some sign on them. We hurt children. That's 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 what uh, should be said about Fauci and every left wing governor, every single one of them. How the damage they have done to children, Jake Lee in Washington, Hochul in New York. You, you, you name the Democratic governor. There is no moral reason to vote Democrat. None. Whatever you care about in America, they damage. That, that party needs to disband and regroup as a liberal party. They say, the of course, their line is the Republicans, oh, oh, they've been damaged by Trump. Really? How so? Other than other than in your fevered anger and hatred of Trump, how have they been damaged by Trump? What Trump did for the Republican Party was actually awaken them to the fact that the Democratic Party is worth fighting. That's the legacy of Donald Trump for, for Republicans. It's uh, nice to have testicles. That That's his... That's his enduring legacy, and that's driving the left crazy because they're so used to the right not fighting. And still, a lot of Republicans don't fight, but a lot do, and that's worth uh, that's worth noting. This whole thing has been a lie. The whole thing from the beginning, we have lived the the damage done by author- by authorities around the world is greater than the damage done by covid here's a new a new one for you too alberta the province of alberta washington times alberta caves to canada trucker protests ends vaccine passports a canadian province has conceded to nationwide demonstrations by the nation's truckers and will abolish vaccine passports immediately and end most COVID-related restrictions by month's end. So what do you think, folks? You think we're going to see mass death in Alberta? Jason Kenney, the premier of Alberta, announced Tuesday evening, that's last night, that the passport requirement to enter businesses in the province will end at 11.59 local time, p.m. local time. Most other restrictions will be gone in three steps over the next three weeks. Now is the time to begin learning to live with COVID, Mr. Kenny said in a television address. That's exactly right. We should have learned to live with COVID within a month. These restrictions have led to terrible division. Well, that's that's an understatement that they've led to terrible division. The number of families torn apart by this alone is a tragedy, all created by the scared left, which is redundant. If you're not scared, you're not a leftist. If you're not going to be killed by COVID, if your child isn't going to be killed by COVID, then you'll all be killed by global warming. 
This is what it means to be on the left, to spread fear. <laughs> if you don't share their fears, you're, uh, you're a denier, right? You're climate denier, vaccine denier. They don't, they don't take on your arguments. They just continue to shut down society. I want you to know that it, it, just as the masks and children have done far more damage and the closure of schools has done far more damage to children than COVID, the green plans in Europe and the United States to combat global warming will do much, 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 much more harm to societies than global warming. What you what you have seen now with COVID, that the the so called cure was worse than the disease, will be magnified exponentially. In terms of what is being done to societies, in the name of the disease of global warming, this was as I wrote two years ago, a dress rehearsal for a police state. Listen, if you can have emergency authority to shut the shut a place down when nearly nobody under 60 dies, relatively speaking, even under 70, and if it's over 70, there's comorbidity in almost every case. If you can have an emergency authority to shut down society for that, why wouldn't you have emergency authority to combat global warming? which is not just a threat to the very old with comorbidities, but to everybody, to all biological life. It is an existential threat, the liars of the left tell us. Existential means threat to the existence of. The only existential threat is the left to Western civilization. That's an existential threat. I, I believe that emergency authorities have to be removed from politicians. Now, can I envision a case where there would be a good thing for them to have this, like a nuclear attack? I can envision it. However, when something is so abused as it has been now for no good reason and to hurt people and to just show that you're powerful, Obviously, because Republican-run states didn't do this, and they do not have higher death rates, then we have to remove emergency authority uh, from uh, politicians. What was that, Sean? This ha- this is the one of the most important lessons of what we have just endured. Remove emergency authority from politicians. The Dennis Prager Show. Small investors shamed Wall Street by running the price of certain stocks up to the detriment of the big hedge funds. Social media and trading platforms then kept investors from buying that stock. A financial war and a fight for control is being waged against Americans. With all of this volatility, it's never been more important to protect your net worth and own precious metals as part of your portfolio. 
Nick Grovich, owner of Amfed Coin and Bullion, has always been fair and honest with my precious metals holdings. With over 40 years' experience and tens of thousands of satisfied clients, Nick will help you make informed decisions. Now, more than ever, it's a good time to own tangible assets like gold, silver, and platinum. Amfed can show you smart choices which have been proven winners time and time again. Call Nick at 800-221-7694. 800-221-7694. That's 800-221-7694. All right, everybody. The the human being does not like to confront uh, bad things. I, I've, I've said to you so much, so often in, in my life, there's a very famous book by Ernest Becker. It's considered so, somewhat of a classic, The Denial of Death. And the, the human instinct is to deny that, that they will die. That's, that's, you know, that's sort of how, uh, how people deal with life. When you're a kid, you certainly, I don't even mean a kid, for much of one's life, one knows intellectually that, uh, that he or she will die, but probably a good thing i mean you you don't walk around thinking you will die others die you go to a funeral they died but i won't have a funeral that's how the mind works and yet there is a much bigger denial in life because everybody knows at least intellectually they assent to the fact that they will die but the denial of evil is a much broader denial and here people do not realize that they are fooling themselves. They don't even intellectually acknowledge it because it's much easier to live life and, and deny it. I, I, I have that instinct as much as anybody. You know, it, it, it's too painful to think that X or Y or Z is bad. You want to trust because it, it, the world enters a certain chaotic realm and a dark realm. If, if, if you start mistrusting what, what you might have trusted earlier. So this is the theme that I'm talking to you about today. Every institution from Harvard to the New York Times essentially lies. I mean, these are, these are prestigious institutions that have lost this, their prestige to half this country. What's called woke is just a world of lies. America is not systemically racist, and it begins there. Capitalism is the only way to get people out of poverty. There is no other way. Socialism is an intellectual, moral, and economic fraud perpetrated by a handful of people on the vast majority who buy the idea that they'll get things for free and there's no price paid. I was listening to an NPR affiliate in Houston in my rental car here, and it's, first of all, I don't understand why it even exists, to be honest. It's, it's just another left-wing piece. The, the problem with NPR is that 
liberals are hypnotized by it. They actually think that they're getting truth. Sometimes they are, but they're, what they're getting is, of course, a left-wing view of life. So they had a, a guest on from the New York Times, a New York Times reporter, and who, who just in passing said, of course, that's why we need single-payer uh, universal health care. Just in passing, and of course the 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 interviewer agreed completely. That's of course that's why we need it. Everybody should get their health care done by the government. Socialized medicine. That's a beautiful thing. Three hundred and thirty million people will be governed by one body, and that will be better than what we have. Much better. I mean, that's that is the way they think. When, when you think about what kids are learning at school in, in regard to all of this, this world of, of untruth that we are basically bathing in, you talk to kids and they, they just, the only thing, literally the only thing they know about Washington and Jefferson and, and the other great giants who founded this country is that they own slaves. So is that it's a good example. Is that a truth? Yes, that's that is a truth. They own slaves. Is that the truth about who they were as human beings and their contribution to the ending of slavery and to the development of the freest country in the history of the world? No, of course it's not. If you know a, a particularly good person and they, uh, let's say they, they cheated on their wife, okay? They had an affair. But their entire life was a, a goodness life and they reconciled ultimately with their wife and so on. Is it fair to say the only thing you know about that person is he cheated on his wife or she cheated on him? Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of their life. He created the Giza Dream Bed Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for you. Mike's latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you'll receive 60% off the Giza Dream Sheets that comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. You'll receive a set for as low as $39.99 for a limited time. With any purchase, you'll receive Mike's soft cover book free when you use promo code Prager. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use the promo code Prager. Along with this offer, you'll also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and more. Call 800-761-6302, use the promo code Prager, or MyPillow.com, promo code Prager. All right, everybody, Dennis Prager here. Do you know why Germany is so dependent upon uh, Russia for its energy? Because of Joe Biden and the left in Germany, and Angela Merkel, a spectacular fool, spectacular fool. All she did was perpetuate my theory about the last 150 years, Germany is always wrong. She shut down nuclear power because she panicked 
after what happened uh, to the nuclear power plant and the tsunami in Japan. It's completely unworthy panic. If anything, it showed that even an old nuclear reactor with a tsunami, the 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 amount of damage to human beings is uh, is is quite minimal. So they uh, decided to become dependent. They would have they would have been able to get energy from the United States, but the Greens took over the, the Democratic Party, and the spectacular fool. The bad fool. Angela Merkel was a not a bad person, just a fool. Joe Biden is a bad person and a fool. And this was uh this is why that and, and uh Germany Germans can't afford energy. So one of the reasons Germany has nixed any attempt to to persuade Putin from invading Ukraine or doing anything else to exert power over neighboring countries like the Baltics, Lithuania, Estonia, Latvia, and and the countries bordering uh, Russia and Eastern Europe is because Germany will stop anything we do because they they are energy dependent thanks to the Greens. The Greens are among the most damaging forces in Western history, these are all fanatics. They're all fanatics. Environmentalism is their religion because they have no other religion. You know about fanatical religious people? Did you know that there are fanatical secular people? Nobody talks about that. But it, uh, it, it is worthy of, of uh, talking about. So Germany has shut down its nuclear nuclear power. France is not. About 40% of France gets it from nuclear power. We are uh, in California shutting down nuclear energy here, the cleanest energy that exists, the only one that could substitute for fossil fuel. But the fanatics who want to see society basically re- redone, that's what they're in it for. It's an idiocy that we will we will have solar and uh what is it so solar and wind yeah wind i couldn't think of it because it's so stupid whole societies industrialized democracies industrialized non-democracies are going to be get all their energy from the sun and wind you have to be kidding me the idea the idea is it is the fantasy of, of little children who who have big bodies. Nuclear power would have been the answer if you really wanted to get away from fossil fuel. But the Greens don't ad- advocate it. This is, uh, this is the state of things. I said earlier that the, just as with COVID, the, the cure was worse than the disease. What was done to children was worse than COVID. One country in the world that I know of kept its schools open, Sweden. None of the children died. Wouldn't you think that if people cared about children, they they would have learned from the Swedish example that you 
you don't lock down schools? One would have thought that an Oakland-based journalist, Rebecca Bodenheimer, wrote a piece in Politico, How School Closure Has Made Me Question My Progressive Politics. That's in Politico. June 26, 2020 was the day I went public with just how angry I was about my son's school closing down for COVID. And my life hasn't been the same since. I have begun to sense a difference between my own feelings and those of my mom's text group, which included nine of us whose kids had gone to preschool together since they were two years old. The kids were eight at the time. These were the parents of my son's closest friends. We even had a name for our group, the Mamigas, as most of us were Latinas or married to Latinos and shared a commitment to bilingual education. I tweeted, does anyone else feel enraged at the idea that you'll be homeschooling in the fall full-time? Because my mom's group text is in full-blown acceptance mode, and it bugs the S out of me. I didn't know it yet, but this would be my first foray into school reopening advocacy. I probably should have inferred that becoming a school reopening advocate would not go over well in my progressive Oakland community. But I didn't anticipate the social repercussions or the political identity crisis it would trigger for me. My own experience as a self-described progressive in ultra-lefty Oakland is just one example of how people across the political spectrum have become frustrated with Democrats' position on school reopenings. Parents who advocated for school reopening were repeatedly demonized on social media as racist. How's that? <laughs> You're racist. If you want kids to go to school. And mischaracterizes Trump supporters. Members of the parent group I helped lead were consistently attacked on Twitter and Facebook by two Oakland moms with ties to the teachers' unions. They labeled advocates' calls for school reopening white supremacy and called us Karens. There was no recognition of the fact that we were advocating for our kids who were floundering in remote learning, or that public schools across the country in red states opened in fall 2020 without major outbreaks. Back in a moment. Reading to you about a woman who advocated for the opening of schools and the hatred that uh, she received in Oakland and how it uh, has changed her progressive politics. There was no recognition of the fact that we were advocating for our kids who were floundering in remote learning or that public schools across the country in red states, that's states run by Republicans, opened in fall 2020 without major outbreaks as did private schools just miles from our home. Some progressive parents now admit they were too afraid of the blowback from their communities to speak up, and they were right to be wary. We paid a price. So did Democrats, even if they didn't realize it until later, or still don't. 
Even more disturbing is evidenced in the comments on a recent tweet by Senator Brian Schatz, Democrat Hawaii, is that many still believe shutting down schools for a year or more was justified. Some unions and districts are now using last year's closures as a precedent. Recently, with the Omicron surge, several major school districts announced they were switching to remote learning for a week or more, including Newark and dozens of other New Jersey districts, Ann Arbor and Cleveland. Then last week, the Chicago Teachers Union voted for a sick-out. You remember that? This was, this was written last month. I had until then resisted my dad's suggestion that I consider sending my child to private school. I was a proud alumna of San Francisco Public Schools and planned for my kids to attend Oakland Public Schools despite their reputation for behavioral and academic problems. As an interracial, bilingual, bicultural family, what we wanted was for our son to attend a dual-language immersion program with plenty of other kids of color. But I began to fear that even in-person school in Fall 21 was at risk because of the impossible demands of the teachers' union and apathy of the school board and district, even after teachers were prioritized for vaccinations. There was no urgency to get kids back. I had lost all faith in the decision-makers. This is how I began the hour. People are losing all faith in decision-makers to do what was best for my kid. I told myself that prioritizing being a good leftist at the expense of my son's well-being wasn't good parenting. Wow. That's right. It's either stay leftist and ruin children or help children and leave the left. It's going to be a very interesting election this year. We return. The Dennis Prager Show, live from the Relief Factor pain-free studio. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 